And that's why um, I think Jeremy Lamb actually deserves MVP. Um, I don't know where you... Oh, hey, hello. Good afternoon. Hello, LeBron James. Welcome. Oh, hey, welcome to welcome Cold to, Takes wait, 9. Wait, is this live? 9. Yes. Oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we are, here we are. Cold Takes number 9. That comes after 8 and it's before 10. Crazy how that works. Crazy how that works. Who's okay, guys. famous that was number 9 like in basketball? Is number nine a forgotten about number? Seems that way. Seems that way. Nobody's number nine. Someone's number nine. Who's number nine? Who is number nine? Even in football, like who's number nine? Um, Tony Romo was number nine. Do you just know that off dome? Shoulder I broken. Know that off dome. Looking. <laughs> um, basketball is not a lot of number nines. I feel like most guys keep their childhood numbers. And if oh, about Rajon Rondo. Basketball. Oh gosh. Tony Parker. <laughs> Tony Parker. Okay. Okay. Forgot so there's some Hall of Famers in there. Um, somebody else too. I feel like maybe Tony Snell wore that number at one point in his NBA career. NBA legend Ricky Rubio wore that. Legend. Ricky Rubio, so just Hall point of Famer. guards, just passing point guards. Top five. Yeah, and Jay Crowder, who wore two nines at once. Uh, well, that's not any Boy, fun. Boy, what? Hey, anyways, um, listen, guys. So we we recorded an episode last week. As you notice, there are this is a we have a gap in, in our episodes. Um, gap we recorded, period. and um, I had a crazy week. I normally edit. Um, and I was going to edit with Dante, and it just never happened, never materialized. So if we release that episode now, we talked a lot about college basketball. We again sounded uh, like in the moment we knew what we were talking about, and then we're completely disproven by everything that happened in the course of life. Mm. Um, so that was great. March, if you will. Madness. So what? What? who are we to know? Um, if you really think about it, just some podcasters. I think, therefore, I am Descartes. We're just podcasters. Um, I'm sitting alongside, though. I'm Riley McCullough. I'm not sitting alongside myself, although maybe I am. I'm not trying to get too metaphysical here. Is Tim this the Heath. Podcast? This is not. We need to. We need to make a boundary right now. We are not going to get philosophical. So sorry, Javen. Um, because we are not qualified. There's a qualified podcast for that. Also, so sorry, Colin. Um, also, sorry, Colin. Who is who a can hooper? Hoop. These boys can hoop. Who can dunk? Before we get into the podcast, Colin Steiner can the dunk. The abstract podcast will beat you 2v2. Wait, what? Period. He can yes, dunk? They he can, can dunk. They can both ball. And I think Javen can maybe dunk too. And I'm not sure about that. I don't know if Javen can dunk, but he can score at three levels. Let's say, let's say he soft. dunks. Let's say he dunks. They were, like, they almost beat um, assistant coach, I don't know his name, they CJ in yeah. a day. That was the team that went to the title. They almost beat CJ in there. They almost beat the ti- the team in the final, the yeah. second place team. It was, <laughs> it was crazy. I-, I talked to Mike today. I was like, Mike, I heard y'all won. He goes, What else y'all thought? What? I was like, You're right. <laughs> okay, we don't need to get into that. Because um, me and Dante don't want to talk about it. Um, sitting alongside Tim Heath, who is, let me say, ladies and gentlemen, who cannot see him, is looking tanner than ever. Coming back from a weekend at the beach. This yes. man looks like a properly cooked rotisserie chicken just rotating in the oven for a just minute there. Just hot. And now just, that I'm starting oh. to peel, I look like a Rice Krispie Yeah, plant. okay. Uh, we're going to move on from that. <laughs> okay. And sit alongside Dante Edwards. What time is it? Rajon Rondo time. Game time. <laughs> Um, leaves podcast and so now um dante and i are going to do a little song that we um that we prepared uh to recap the trade deadline tim you ready i guess i am just join in whenever you yeah, feel just like join it. okay okay the trade, trade deadline, deadline has come, come and gone, gone. All, all that's left is this sweet song, song. So the trade deadline was wow. I just, last Thursday. I just want to say I was really moved by that, um, as I guess a lot of players were moved around the league. Hey yo, including every Gary, every Gary in the league. Wait, I heard that every Gary. Shout out to Evan Christian. There's like five Garys. There's like three, four, five Garys. That's All of them were traded. Crazy to think about. There's only three, four, five Garys. I'm sorry, Gary. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why did I you, just, yeah, I just pray, derailed y'all pray for this my podcast. Boy. Y'all for pray for my in. boy Riley. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with him. Just pray for my boy. We haven't even gotten on the rails. This pod, you can't derail <laughs> the podcast if the podcast never reached the it's rails. It's crazy that I'm the one that's in charge of keeping it on the rails. We haven't arrived at. Bro, the rails. you are the Ernie Johnson. If you're gonna throw this podcast off, do it now because I'm we the haven't. Lamar Odom. I might show up high. Who, Who is on crack? crack? <laughs> 
<laughs> that's what that's that is yeah yes bro i just, I just want to say also to the listeners um since you know you're gonna talk about my appearance riley is wearing a yukon shirt Riley McCullough. You want to talk I about may, it? I, I would like to have the first word. Go for it. Riley McCullough it. is a UConn basketball fan. Yes. They beat... Thank you. Um, or Iowa. Everybody. They Iowa. beat everybody. Um, yes. Everybody Iowa's lost. supposed to be really good, though. So, yes. Yeah, well, not, but not like UConn. Side. UConn is the Alabama. Hold up. Yeah. Alabama... Football. Okay, I was oh, just yeah. making sure. Well, yeah. I was yeah. making sure after last night that we were talking. <laughs> we were talking. Anyway, the trade deadline. Oh yeah. This past week. NBA. Um, there were some pretty important transactions that went on. Um, none more important. Actually, Tim, this first trade went through. Um, while we were in Wisdom Lit. Wait, when Thursday? Thursday. Um, the most important trade maybe of the day. Debatable, but one of the most important trades of the day. Nikola Vucevic. Who? The Orlando Magic Center. Oh, yeah, you show me this, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was traded to the Chicago Bulls for Wendell Carter Jr., Otto Porter Jr., and two first-round picks. Instant reaction? I, every time I hear two first-round picks, I'm like, ah! I was kind of like, that's two first-round picks. That's that two first-round first picks. First round I, I was I was literally about to say, wow, the Orlando Magic, I mean uh, the Bulls really got a steal. Let me, but then you, but then you said two first round picks. picks. Let me let me. How would you feel if I told you, Al Farouk Aminu was in the deal? Uh-oh. Wait, the Bulls got Al. I would feel confused because I don't know who that is. Understandable. Al Farouk Aminu doesn't Neither do, do I. much. Um, yeah, so the Bulls trade for an all-star to pair with Zach Levine. Um, Vucevic is a good compliment for Levine. He's a bruiser. He's an all-star. Guy. All-star. Very, very skilled basketball player. Oh, he's an all-star? Yeah. yeah. He was an okay. all-star this year. Wait, he's a good player. Um, his coaches, pretty much all of his career would say about him that he um, he's the kind of guy who what sets him apart is the fact that he makes the right play every time. He's not going to take a bad shot. He's not going to make a bad pass. He's going to – he can, like, think the game really, really, really quickly, which is helpful for Zach Levine because he's, like, a volume guy. Zach Levine wants to go out there every night and put up 45, dunk on everybody. And that kind of, like, fast twitch, explosive kind of game is, like, it's fine. But Nikola Vucevic really grounds him in the sense that he slows the game down, makes the he right. He compliments him play. in a good way. Yeah, they complement okay. each other really well. So I have a question. Uh-huh. Was this a three-way trade, or was he also on the Magic? Uh, it's a two-way trade. Alfarugaminu and Nikola Vucevic go from Orlando to Chicago. Gotcha. So they've already played with each other. They have that chemistry going in. Um, this is the first time that Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic are playing together. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about like oh those two, two guys. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They know each other. Um, the bros. Orlando receives Wendell Carter Jr., who is a young, promising center who kind of fell out of the rotation in Chicago. Coming out of college, he was compared a lot to like Al Horford, a little bit of an undersized guy, but a Forgot good defender, wow. a good passer. Uh, Wendell Carter is going to get like an opportunity to show what he has in Orlando, and they also get Otto Porter Jr., who is making a lot of money. That's all that there is about him. He's just making a lot of money. Making a lot of money. I uh, okay. I heard okay. The guy we mentioned on the last podcast that was not aired, Powell, Norman Powell. I heard yes. he got traded. He did. He got traded. That's so for funny, a Gary. And for a Gary. He also um, last night he is he was traded to the Blazers, um, and they were playing the Raptors. Which is who he, he got traded from. Which is who he got traded from, and he went over like after when they were shaking hands, like the game was about to tip off. He went to the Raptors like side of the court, and then he was like, "Oh crap!" And then he went to the Blazers side. It was Awkward. really, really sad. Awkward. Um, and he was wearing those the grayscale Blazers jerseys, so it looked even sadder. Like he was in a black and white movie. Like leaving, like Depression. his friends weren't his friends anymore. I I I heard this story. Um, I, I'm gonna be honest with you guys real quick. I have been really loose with my. Uh, deprived, like not watching sports. So I, I know, I know some stuff. So okay. 
Um, it kind of takes away the fun of the podcast. Go but on. no, but not, but not fully. No, sure, sure, not yeah, fully. Good. I just like here and every now and then I'll check a few things. Yeah, yeah. and that's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, on the surface. But I saw something where <laughs> what? Lou Lou Williams got traded to the Hawks. Yeah, Lou and Pepper Lou and coming home, baby. I saw something that like at first I was like, bro, what? But then once I really started thinking about it, um, I really could like understand like where this guy was coming from. It was like when he. He posted on Instagram where he said he wanted to retire from the league because he got traded. Yeah. And at first I was like, dude, it's because the Hawks like suck maybe. I don't know. But like, but then, then I got really thinking. I was like, you know what? It's because like you like commit so much to one team for so long. It takes a lot out of you physically and emotionally. Like just to get traded like that would probably be like a slap, not a slap in the face, but like, bro, like. I gave everything, and then like it's just gone now. So we, I can understand where he's coming from. We're we're bouncing around a lot for these trades. We gotta pump the brakes just a little, just a little bit. Okay, so okay, okay, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Lou Williams was traded to the Atlanta Hawks for um, Rajon Rondo. The Hawks also received two second round picks and mm-hmm. money. So the Hawks got off of uh, Rondo's contract, which is two years, fifteen million dollars. Arguably too much for Rajon Rondo. And uh, they got back a bench scorer, perhaps the best bench scorer in history. Perhaps, Lou? I say. Yeah. Mark Crawford. And two second round picks. So the yeah. Hawks really fleeced the Clippers. They gave up a player they didn't really want, want and got back play. a player they needed and also picks and also money. Um, yeah, there was a rumor after the trade that Lou Williams was looking at retirement. Um which yeah. I understand. Yeah, you I mean, like, bro, when, when like when you put so much into a team for so he's been there for how long? He went from the Rockets to the Clippers in the Chris Paul trade, however many years ago that was, like early twenty tens. Yeah, like thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, and I can't imagine like by just getting traded, then boom, it's kind of like it's nothing against the Atlanta Hawks. So that's yeah, that's just, what I that's what I read it at, at first. I was like, yeah. bro, how you gonna disrespect ATL like that? Then I got really thinking. I was like, man, like, imagine if, like, we're in college right now. You've been, we've invested so much into this school academically, but, like, also relationally. What if somebody came up to me and was like, all right, now you're going to Trinity. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. I'd be like, bruh, like, I don't even want to go to college anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's, like, mm-hmm. so much that you invest in it. So mm-hmm. I was like, that's actually, like, I can respect that, you know? Mm-hmm. That's tough, but he, um, so he kind of worked through it himself. He decided he's yeah. going to play for Atlanta. Coming back home, Gwinnett County stand up. South Gwinnett, hi. Did you go stand up? Um, just a, just the last thing we'll say about Lynn Pepper Lou is that me and him have had the same pizza, not the same, phys- like not the same box of pizza. Good clarification. But when Fuse Pies came <clears throat> to cater homecoming last semester, I had a Lynn Pepper pizza, and I said, oh. Um, you should get like Lou Will to eat this pizza. That would be funny. He said, "Oh yeah, I did." And then he showed me the video of it, and I was like, "Crazy things are happening right now." So, yeah. Also, there's a lemon pepper pizza, and that is Atlanta. Lemon pepper Lou, baby. Um, next trade we're gonna talk about another very significant trade. It does involve two more Garys. So hold on to your seats. Gary Payton. We got some Gary's moving. No, he's retired for a long time. Is Gary Payton <laughs> Jr. still in? Is he in the he's G League? He's in the G League. Okay. Wait, that's a thing. Like he's he's actually wait. Lying. Gary Payton, yeah. the second yeah, son. Yeah. Sweaty. Very good at defense. Is Gary Payton huh. Jr. Apparently. And Gary Payton. And Gary Payton. He's okay. So the trade. <laughs> the Denver Nuggets send Gary Harris, R.J. Hampton, and a 2025 first round pick to the Orlando Magic. For Gary Clark and Aaron Gordon. They won. Who did? Nuggets. Yes, they did. Because I feel like, was it 2025? Yeah. The thing is, like, with that, you get a player that can help you win now, and that's enough time. What's 2021 right now? That's enough years to maybe get a trade. You might get another first-round pick through another trade. Or even if, like, you're good by 2025, like, like they're usually been. They'll get like a late first round pick anyway, so it wouldn't really be like that significant. So I think that uh, the Nuggets definitely won on that one. 
Yeah, I think it's a good move by the Nuggets. Um, they always kind of felt like they were one player away in the sense that um, they have Jokic, they have Murray, who's streaky but a very talented scorer. They have Michael Porter Jr., who's still figuring out his way but has proved to be a good scorer. He can play. He can, he can play. play. Shout out to Missouri. But there's always been like sort of a piece missing, especially defensively. None of those three guys are good at defense. Um, so bringing in Aaron Gordon, who can genuinely, and there's not a lot of guys who can say this about, he can genuinely guard one through five. He slots in perfectly right next to Michael Porter Jr. at the forward spot. Um, he can space a four if he needs to. Most importantly, he is a great dive man mm-hmm. who can, as we know, get up and put some dunks down. Like he can, he can jump. He can also defend, and that's pretty much what the Nuggets need is a versatile defensive forward. Um, they lost Jeremy Grant in free agency, and they gained a similar player in the sense that he's sort of like a three-four. Not really a small forward, not really a power forward, but very good at defense and can fill in the gaps offensively. Doesn't need the ball in his hands. He's the perfect player for Denver, and they went out and got him. So they did a good job. Yeah, shout out to Denver. On Orlando's side, they get back Gary Harris, who wasn't really playing for the Nuggets, but is a great defensive. He's a great 3 and D guard. Um, They get R.J. Hampton, who's a young, promising guard. Yeah. um, Played with LaMelo in Australia. And Um, that backcourt. That feature of that backcourt with, um, oh gosh, what's his name? I want to say Kobe, but Kobe is the Cole other Anthony? UNC. Cole Anthony. Um, I want to say Kobe Young, not Kobe Young. Plays on the Bulls. Kobe White. Kobe White. Um, they oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been on the same UNC team. Yeah. Um, that dude's fast. He's quick. Kobe quick, White. Quick guy. Um, quick guy. As fast as I can say that. Um, uh, that backcourt in the future, and with Markel Fultz, obviously that is a knock on wood um, for Markel Fultz. We all wish him the best. And picks is picks. Picks is picks, and they did get one of those. So, I mean, it's a win-win in the sense that the Nuggets got better and the Magic got worse, which is kind of what which they want. Which is better. Yeah, they got worse, which is better for them because now they can hijack picks. No, thank you. But I feel like they always do that. Then I don't know if the Nuggets have actively tried to get worse before. They just kind of have been bad, sort of coincidentally. Magic. Magic. The magic, magic is what I meant to say. They, yeah, check. Yeah. Dwight Howard. Tim Hardaway. Um, Tim Hardaway. Penny. One more trade I want to touch on. Victor Oladipo to Miami. The Houston Rockets receive Avery Bra- Bradley, oh, like Kelly him. Olenek, and swap rights to the 2022 first-round pick. And Miami... Yeah. Receives Victor Oladipo. And so, thank the Lord that Kelly Olenek is off the Heat so I can watch them play again. Yeah, this is making the Heat a, more likable. So, if yeah. they would just stop. I didn't know Avery Bradley was on the Heat. He signed with the Heat, was immediately injured, and hasn't played since. Okay. Uh, Chris Dunn situation, if you will. Where is Chris Dunn right now? Atlanta. Uh, eating up our money, eating the food signed off our with table. Atlanta, got immediately hurt. Hasn't played so far. Chris Dunn. Is that the guy who got drafted by Chicago? At a Providence College? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's not he's not when did he sign with the ATO? Uh this past off season. This is his first year here. And he's been hurt. Which I mean I like, also sucks for him. I like Chris Dunn injuries. though. Injuries. Yeah. He should be back in the next couple of weeks. Um what was I gonna say? Um Victor so, Yeah, Victor Lodibio. Yeah, yeah. Dude, this man has been on like every NBA team. He's moved around more than he should for a like, player as talented as Yeah, he is. for a player as talented as he is, as you were saying, like, the dude, he's a baller. Just remember when he was on the Pacers, he, like, low-key carried the Pacers to the playoffs. Um, and then who, where was he at before that? The Orlando Magic? He was just a good rookie or a few years there. And then... Before the Pacers, he played for the Thunder. Thunder. Yeah. Okay, and then, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember when he played for Orlando, there was a game back in like 2015 where Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant were in Orlando and they were just, it was Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant versus a young Victor Oladipo and they were just going back and forth in the fourth quarter, three after three after three. It was like... Didn't he get traded for Chris, uh, for Paul George? Yeah, he did. But picks is picks. Picks is picks. Picks is picks, so as I always say. Speaking of picks... Okay, 
The uh, Oklahoma City Thunder? Oh, 34 picks in the next seven years. Yeah. Yes. Opposed it's to, 15. what's the average? Um, Two. 14. Per year. Yeah. So 14 total. They better at least, like, win one championship. Oklahoma City has put themselves in the well. position to just kind of have whoever they want. If um, They've kind of done that, though. They really, not really, because they're not a free agent destination. And so if they have a player, they pretty much keep them for, like, less than four years and then trade them so they don't lose them for nothing. Um, but if Cade Cunningham, if Sam Presti decides Cade Cunningham is his guy, he's going to call whoever gets the first pick and be like, hey, four picks for him. Yeah, four, he's just going to start dealing them. Five picks. And then they'll just have no picks after this year. Seven picks. <laughs> we'll give you 20 picks for him. And then they have... A regular amount of picks. Yeah. Or and Kate Cunningham. That's actually impossible to do. What if they get like a superstar? That's that's another thing. If there's a superstar that becomes available and Oklahoma City starts like eyeing them. They have a lot of leverage right now. Hey, Washington. I'll give you seven picks for Bradley Beal. Wow. Seven first round draft picks for Bradley Beal. Yeah, and then Go you get a, you get somebody who uh, is not not a great basketball player. Also, I heard this. Are you dunking on Bradley Beal? But a good scorer. He's, we, he's a great scorer. Didn't Giannis say that? We got he, Bradley Beal. Giannis said that. Giannis said that. Um, Which is, that is real Bradley Beal. I'm just a kid. <laughs> we got Bradley Beal. Giannis's Beef, MVP talk. Um, so that's the Victor Oladipo <laughs> trade. Um, Miami gives up nothing. They give up Kelly Olenek, who looks like a horse, and Avery Bradley, who hasn't played basketball oh, in two and a half oh. years. For two-time all-star Victor Oladipo to put next to Jimmy Butler. Here's the thing, though. Victor Oladipo can't shoot. Jimmy Butler can't shoot. Bam Adebayo can't shoot. It's a five. (laughs) Andre Iguodala cannot shoot. Get off the MVP, finals MVP like that. Are you going to get to those two guys on their team? I was about to say. Okay. Tyler Hero can shoot. Let's go, yeah. Duncan Duncan Robinson can shoot. Maybe the two best shooters. Best catch and shooters. Sure. Kendrick Nunn can shoot. Yeah. Ugh, I thought he was going to be a hawk for a while. No, I didn't. Shout out to my boy Tyler Hero. There's not a lot of space in Miami these days. There's a ton of defense, and there's a ton of just grit, just yeah, hard working, and a ton of sweaty guys, and a ton of terrible jerseys, Duncan and a ton Robinson. of really really bad jerseys, but not a lot of spacing, and that could come back to bite them, I think. Because Kelly Olenek, as much as he looked like a My Little Pony, he did space the floor. <laughs> um, those are the really big trades. There were some other names that were kind of being discussed as trades who didn't actually get moved. And so what we're going to do now is we're going to hop on the old NBA Trades website. I heard the Brahm might have almost <clears throat> went to the Sixers. Hold up. LeBron? I don't know why you heard that. That doesn't make any sense. You heard LeBron was going to get traded to the Sixers? Who told you that, Tim? You just made that up, didn't you? No, I swear. I swear I saw he was going to get traded for Joel Embiid. That doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Why would anyone make that trade? That doesn't make a single sense. I would have done that when I was 12 on 2K. That doesn't make one single sense. (laughs) 12 on 2K. That doesn't make any sense. And I was just like, holy crap, this works. How many first-round draft picks do you think LeBron is? All of those 32? I, I, you cannot I measure. You can't measure him in draft picks. I won't allow it to happen on this podcast. I wouldn't trade thirty-four draft picks for LeBron James. Thirty-four. I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't trade them for him. I might. <laughs> on, on two K. If I'll I was do Lakers, it. no. But if he was on a bad team, then yes. If I'm the Thunder, I'm not giving up thirty-four draft picks for LeBron James. Yeah. Why would you? Well, the Thunder don't want LeBron James because they're tanked. They're tunked. What the Thunder are going to do is they're going to draft Bronny. And then they're just going to sign LeBron. Okay. It's that easy. Okay. Low key, so, low here's what we're doing. Um, there were some names that were in trade rumors that didn't get moved. So, what we're going to do is I'm going to be a GM. Our friend Riley's going to be a GM. It's me. Hey, guys. We Ugh. are going to make the trades that the NBA was too weak and cowardly. And... And childish and and s- selfish 
and and silly, stinky, and juice. <laughs> and there's only so many adjectives. <laughs> We're gonna make the trades that the NBA didn't want to make. Wasn't because yeah. they're childish and afraid. Or they just drink their little grape juice all day. And just sip grape juice like nerds. So we will be GMs. Tim, you are going to be the fan base for both teams. Okay. That way you can just say whatever and it doesn't have to be based on anything except how you feel in the moment. Yeah, you could say like, oh, that's a great trade. I'm happy to have those 34 draft picks now. Or you could right. be like, oh, clean house. They don't know what they're doing up there. Right. So, all right. So, Or you could like send a tweet that's like, oh, I think GM Riley McCullough should be murdered. And then I'll be like, dude, Whoa. I have a family. <laughs> Dude, Whoa. I have a kid. And I'll call All you right. out on Twitter and you'll so, get roasted. So, for the listeners, uh, my opinion is not going to have any – I'm just going to say whatever comes to my, yeah. my mind. First. Wait. Yeah, just like just like fans. Just like and that's fans. What's like us. That's what we do as fans. We just say whatever we want because no one cares what we have to say. And Pretty so much a normal no conversation between us. In some ways. One name that was tossed around um, was Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and be the. I'm gonna go ahead and be Masai Ujiri, the Toronto Raptors All right. GM. Uh, Riley, what team do you think Kyle Lowry should go to? Oh, this is for Andrew and Katie Thorne. I'm Daryl Morey, GM of the Philadelphia 76ers. All right. Um, Masai, are you gonna offer me a trade? I'm. So here's. I'm gonna break it down for you. Okay, I'll give you Joel Embiid. I'm just kidding. Boy, you better <laughs> okay. trade that boy right now. Here's the situation. Kyle Lowry is Mr. Toronto. Mr. We love Kyle Lowry. Yeah, not just like you love DeMar DeRozan, you yeah. bunch of... Let me... This is not getting off to You a bunch good. of Raptors. This is not Sorry, getting off go to on. a good start. You know Daryl Morey. Um, <clears throat> Kyle Lowry is Mr. Toronto. He has stuck with us. He's top 10 in our organization in points, steals, and assists. Mm-hmm. So is DeMar DeRozan, probably. Okay, let's let's let the fan talk later. We're just gonna we're just gonna ignore it. <laughs> as as these guys would probably do. In this as situation. these guys, would, yeah, most likely. This year hasn't turned out the way that we thought it was gonna turn out. We're not looking at another miraculous title run like we were when Kawhi was here. Because we aren't looking at another um, competitive Eastern Conference playoff run like we were last year in the yeah. bubble. We're likely looking at the lottery, and Kyle Lowry is. Like I said, Mr. Toronto, but his contract is, it's looking like it's going to, uh, we're not going to resign him to the contract he wants. Wow. It's too much. He's 35 years old. Wow. Um, <clears throat> but we want to do good by our guy, Kyle. Mm-hmm. We want to give him a chance to chase a ring. And we think that playing for his hometown Sixers, Villanova product, um, Philadelphia high school basketball legend, Kyle Lowry, we want to give him a chance to do something special with his career. Sure. And so, um, we are willing to work with you to get a deal done to send Kawhi or Kyle Lowry no. to uh, the Sixers. Yeah. Okay, so Kyle Lowry's on the block. Kyle Lowry's on the block. He is making so much. A lot. He's making thirty point five million dollars. Okay. Um, as as I mentioned, we're kind of looking at a reset of the team right now. Not necessarily a rebuild, but we're looking for some young talent to establish ourselves. Uh-huh. Who are you interested in? Um, let's see who we got here. A one-for-one swap with Ben Simmons seems... Ridiculous, right? right? Oh. No. We're we're just that would just be giving you shooting because Ben yeah. Simmons doesn't do that. Kyle Lowry does do that. Whoa! I yeah. don't I don't want Kyle Lowry. You remember when you said that Kyle Lowry was thirty five? No. no, I don't want Ben. Exactly Simmons how? What do you think Kyle this Lowry. title window looks like for you guys? This title window? How long do you think that this? It's like is ten years. Ten we years? have like ten years to win a title. Ten years? Yes. Just this year, you're gonna have to go through the Bucks and the Nets. Yeah. And you think you can do that? I'm not saying we're going to win it this year. I'm saying we have 10 possible years to win a title, at least. Do you think both Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid sign their ne- next contract Yes. With you think they both sign their next contract? I think they Philly. both sign their next contract with Philly. Okay. They um, love each other. Agape. Okay. Is that what it's called? Um, let's – how about some of your youngsters? Okay. 
We like Tyrese Maxey. Sure, no. who'd win it? No. Uh, we like Matisse Thibel. No. Yeah. These guys are not adding up. I'm looking. Number wise. I'm looking. Whoa. At Shake Milton. No. As what I want in my return. No. What you, is it that you are losing by giving us Shake Milton and gaining Kyle Lowry that you that you can't? Well, have you're the one losing, bro. I like the fan chatter that happens. <laughs> I don't. That's just pumped into the. the yeah, room. I'm just kind of. I'm just. I'm just ignoring it. Um, who, who is? Shake can you scroll back Milton? up to the top to see? For Kyle Lowry. Um, what we will do is we we're gonna go ahead and take Mike Scott. Yeah, sure. Danny Shout Green the office for. For salary. Yeah. We want to match salary. Um, that means you're probably going to have to give me somebody. Well, maybe. The money, Danny Green's making 15 mil. Mike Scott, 5 mil. Kyle Lowry's making 30 mil. Yep. So we'll go ahead and send Danny Green to the Raptors. Go ahead and send Mike Scott to the Raptors. Between Matisse Thibel, Tyrese Maxey, and Shake Milton. Who are you more most inclined to give up? None of them. Who are you most inclined to give up? Me, Daryl Morey, or me, Riley McCullough? You, Daryl Morey. Me, Daryl Morey, and money-wise, which is actually kind of a big deal here, I would give you... Mm, I feel like Matisse has like, really grown into the team. Obviously, I'm the biggest Shake Milton fan. Well, sorry, Riley McCullough, my friend, is the biggest Shake Milton fan. Me, Daryl Morey, my oh. friend, Riley McCullough. Um, he actually named his his Twitter account after Shake Milton. Uh, Tyrese Maxey, I'm also really high on. He's a freshman. Um, I'll give you Shake. Okay, we will take back Shake Milton. Okay, <clears throat> so the Sixers definitely just hold won. up. Hold up, we're not done. What you mean you ain't done? Okay, we're not he, done. here's the news report um, for the fan. This is you can react to. This, this. is the rumored. Um, are you a Bucks or Sixers? By Bucks, I mean Raptors. Raptors or Sixers fan? Raptors. Or you're just a general mad NBA We're fan? We're going to need you to be both fans at some point. Okay, okay. so I'm pissed as a Raptors fan. I'm not done with the trade. And okay. Not done with the trade. All you've heard is rumors that Kyle Lowry okay. is all the, With the rumors, with the information that I have now, I'm pissed. At this point, as you, a fan, as a Sixers fan, I'm like, At this point, it. you have heard a rumor that Kyle Lowry is in trade talks to go to 76ers for a package centered around Shake Milton. <laughs> as a Sixers fan, say less. Send them. But Did, I would like to say something about the Sixers fans I know really quickly. The Thorns. They've come a lot in this podcast. They're dedicated out. listeners. They're, uh, they're Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon. Uh, what are they called? Patrons. Patrons. Um, they do. They did not want Kyle Lowry. I was talking to them last week, and they were like, no, anyone but Kyle Lowry because they hate him. For Sixers reasons? For Sixers reasons. That's and really there are a lot of Sixers reasons to hate him. I think it's probably because because his, his butt too. I'm just saying they didn't say that. But, but he can score, and that's the thing. Yeah. But that's the true. thing is, like, you're, you're trading away like Shake to get Kyle Lowry. Like, I want Kyle Lowry over Shake. Kyle day. Lowry. The Sixers, as they're currently constructed, I don't think can win the title. I don't think they get past the Bucks this year. I don't think they get past the Bucks. I don't think they get past. The Nets. Kyle Lowry, I think, puts you firmly in that class. Yes. I think he himself opens the championship window by his presence. Because Kyle Lowry gives you the smaller guard who can play defense. He gives you floor spacing and shooting. He gives you the kind of mental toughness needed to keep Joel Embiid focused, first of all, and keep Ben Simmons engaged. He gives you a veteran presence. He gives you a championship mentality and championship pedigree. We're basically... Trading you a title. Whoa. Yes. I would have if to agree. If it was for that deal, of course. For Danny Green, Mike Scott, and Shake Milton. But the deal's not done. I'll, you're not accepting that? Or it's not going to work? Oh, you're going to throw, not, in, gonna throw in another that. team? Oh, okay. I, I, we're trading you Mr. Toronto Raptors. Yeah. Okay. Who will give you a title. Okay. We want picks. Okay. Okay. I w- do not do a first-round pick. We would like a first-round pick. Yo, I'm, I'm going to have to give a first-round pick for we Kyle would, Lowry. No. We would like... So, 2020, 2021 first-round pick. Unprotected. It's going to be low because the Sixers are going to be good. Yeah. 
And. And. 2023 first round pick. No. With some protections. No. We will be reasonable. Protected no. what? Top five. Top five works for us. Is that a really high protected? If it lands anywhere from one to five, it's yours. I, yeah. There's no way we'd be one to five, though. Exactly. Listen. I have the fans now telling me, Daryl Morey, what to do. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> th- listen to what you do. Okay, you keep your team. I actually say the Sixers can beat the Bucks in the playoffs, but they can't beat the Nets because don't only really think anybody can beat the Nets. But I will say you put them, they, they can beat the Bucks. You guys beat the Bucks in the playoffs. A free agent in the offseason is going to be like, wow, this team's good. We just need one more piece. Like who, fans? Like, I don't know whoever's going to, like a free agent. You sign a good player. You sign a score in the offseason, a good all-star score in the offseason. Like Tobias Harris. He's, he's already on the team, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. There aren't wait, how, wait, tell me, how, how, how much longer does Kyle Lowry have on his contract? This is his last year. You signed Kyle Lowry in the offseason. We ain't got money to do that. You signed to a winner. You signed to these three players: Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and Tobias Harris. A collective ninety-five million dollars a year. Bro, you sign him for a one-year contract, and you win the you win the NBA championship. That's all you need, bro. That's all. Like that's all you need. If if, if you think if if Mister if Mister Toronto is so important to win you a championship right now, you de- decline that. You go beat the Bucks in the um in the playoffs. Prove that you're a good team. Sign Kyle Lowry in the offseason. Win the NBA championship. He goes off somewhere else, like Kawhi Leonard is. And then you just draft. Then you go, then you do whatever after that. This but fan f- reasoning is really good. The reason why I say it's really good is because it sounds exactly like a fan, yeah. which means it doesn't make much sense. Here's the problem. <laughs> Boy, you a fan. Here's the problem. <laughs> First of all, Kyle Lowry will not be able to make the kind of money he wants unless he signs with the Sixers first. If he signs an extension, he can make more money because the Raptors will be trading his bird rights to the Sixers and giving his them the chance. Right. No, time out. Sign up to the no, money he wants. No, no, listen. Oh, okay. How, okay, how do you what, what makes you think that Kyle Lowry is in it for the money right now? Kyle Lowry. What? Kyle Lowry said that he wants a lot of money in his next contract. Well, this is setting him up for perfect. All right, so he wins he wins the NBA Finals, okay? It shows you how he's such a good piece. So the next year, he gets an even bigger contract because now he's coming off a Rudy Poon Raptors team. It's like, oh, he well. He can't do that unless he his wins current the NBA. contract is traded because his current contract comes with bird rights, which means that the team can go above the cap to sign him. If he lets this contract expire, his bird's rights also expire, which means the amount of money he can make go away, goes away. Which or go means, significantly lit. Which now means down. he's going to re-sign with the Raptors. Unless, if you want Kyle Lowry, you take him now. Because he will not accept the kind of money he can be offered in free agency. This is obviously theoretical because the trade deadline passed on Thursday. Yeah. I'm still... We'd like that um, top five protected first round pick. Sure, have it. In I'm this still... fantasy world, I don't care about the Sixers. I'm Daryl Morey, I'd have a job at any any team. Oh, it failed. No, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, okay. It only failed for trade deadline reasons. Because the deadline's over? Oh, wait. We have to trade you someone else for... Yeah, that's what I thought. Baby, I would um, like... Yeah, you th- thought you were just going to get all of this, huh? It's true, I did. Give me Gary Trent Jr. No. How about Patrick McCall? Functionally, I can't say that he's much different than Shake Milton. Um, sure, whatever. I don't care. This doesn't seem like something Daryl Morey would say. Sure, I don't care. Sure, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I imagine if that's how NBA execs work. They were just like, yeah, whatever, man. Whatever. I'm just trying to go home today. All right, Patrick McCaw to the Sixers. Boom. Try trade. Oh my gosh. What? There's a lot of problems with these trades. And that's okay. Hey. I'm telling you. Oh, hold on. I see the problem. We need to take more salary from you. So we'll take Ignis Brodnitskis. We will take. How do y'all feel about Furcon Corkmaz? No. Go on. No. 
try trade. Please work. No. Oh, there's yep. too many problems. All this is traded in my stuff, so we ignore it. Um, wait, so wait, should trade it. We basically traded. Yeah. So the oh, trade I just is gave official. you five basketball players. The trade sure. is official. The Sixers and Raptors have agreed to trade Kyle Lowry and Patrick McCaw to the 76ers for Danny Green, Mike Scott, Furkan Korkmaz, Shake Milton, Ignas Brzezgis. Uh, 2021 first round pick and a 2023 top five protected. First so this is pick. how you. This is how the Sixers just lost. Who wait? Whose fan are you right now? I'm a Sixers fan right now. Okay. This is what the Sixers just did. Okay. okay. You go. Tell me. Okay. Now, you go to the um, NBA playoffs. <coughs> you beat. Um, you beat the Bucks. You lose to the Knicks. Kyler leaves. Now you have nothing. The Knicks. I mean the Nets. Oh gosh. Yeah. Sorry, I would never put them in the playoffs, but as. Bias. They deserve to go to the playoffs, but it's Tim's not. wrong, and he acknowledges that. Would yes. you subjectively not allow them to play in the playoffs? No, as me, listen, <laughs> they'll probably, like, they can make their playoffs, but, like, I just, anyway, we're not going to talk about the Knicks anymore. But th- then Kind of like how I said I don't respect the Pac-12. Yeah. <laughs> now here we are. Now here we are. And this is, it'd, be like, it'd be like if I said I don't respect the Pac-12 now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, so now... You lose Cal Lowry. You lose to the Nets. Cal Lowry leaves and goes somewhere else. Now you lost half your team, and now you lost two first-round draft picks. Now you have to start up from scratch. From scratch? If because scratch means Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris, okay, then I think I'm That is scratch, scratch compared to Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. Um, and all them boys. Let me uh, ask. And Lamarcus this. Aldridge, that is scratch compared to them. Let me ask you this. Go on, and then we can. You you have to you have to start up for nothing now. Who did you gain? Who's on your team now? I did this for the purpose of negotiating a trade and uh-huh. doing a little role play, as we like to do. Okay. Um, and I'm you know, um, I gained Kyle Lowry and I gained Pat McCaw, whoever that is. And. Kyle Lowry is multiple-time All-Star, mm-hmm. All-NBA player, easily a starter. Yeah. Easily a starter and the engine of your championship team now. Who did you give up? Everyone. Nobody. Furkan Korkmaz. Danny Green. Danny Green. Ignas Bradiskinis. But then, wait, you, did you get up, um, Slit, what's his name? Shake. Did y'all give up Shake? Yes. And then you give up two first-round picks. So now you have to work. Are you, you saying that's a lot? Because Dante's saying that's nothing. Well, I'm saying what you gained is, is far better than what I gave up. And you're saying what I gained is far less than what I gave yes, up. Yes, because Dante just really likes his what he got. I would so. like to take, okay, well. That's exactly is, what it right, is. I'm being gaslit from both sides. I'm, <laughs> I'm absolutely on fire. Um, I would like to use this to transfer into talking about the Nets really quickly um, because – they, uh, while everyone's really reacting like they got way better, how much better did they really get? They, I have a take. After, okay, you go on, because I feel like maybe our takes are a little similar. I think the Nets got worse. Whoa. When they signed LaMarcus Aldridge. Our takes are different. LaMarcus Aldridge. But they are the same category of like Nets Marcus. hate. What is your take? Um, LaMarcus Aldridge hasn't been the good basketball player for like six years. Maybe not six, but like three. He's been playing on the Spurs, which are bad, and so has Blake Griffin been playing on the Pistons, who are not good. And, like, they can play good basketball, of course, maybe. And, like, maybe they can play good basketball on a team that's great. But um, they didn't, like, they didn't just change. If anyone got better, it's the Lakers with Andre Drummond, who's an exceptional basketball player. He's very, very good at basketball. Yes. Yeah. Borman gets paid. And Borman gets paid. And he should. And he will. He will get paid. I think the Nets got worse. It's not by the Lakers. Because LaMarcus Aldridge has always been a primarily offensive player. Mm-hmm. Now he's a primarily offensive player who is constantly injured and old. Old. And so if I am any team playing against the Nets, I want LaMarcus Aldridge on the floor every second I can get him. Because I will just give the ball to whoever he's guarding and score two points every single time I go down the floor. Yeah. And Marcus Aldridge cannot move. He cannot move very well. He's sure. not a very mobile player. Old. He's old. As we'll say again. He had lots of injuries, leg injuries specifically. I think 
if I played Lamarcus Aldridge one on one, uh oh, for ten, oh no, ten that's plays, not where we're going. I think I could score on him once. Okay, I think I could score okay. eight points on Lamarcus Aldridge right now. Eight sure. points. A a uh-huh. a point. Okay, um, I'll give you a point. I'm 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 a realistic person. Lamarcus Aldridge would destroy me. Literally nine times out of ten. A ten times out of if ten. If we played ten plays, it would be nine to one. But I do think I could score on Lamarcus Aldridge. And uh, I'm uh, just a I'm just a dude. Okay. Yeah. Y'all are alternating the ball. Yeah. Okay. The So Lamarcus Aldridge easily score onable. But the other part is he plays the power forward center, he plays center. And that's taking minutes away from Nick Claxton, who's a young guy who's been very, very good for the Nets this year, and Jeff Green, who was like the Good. ideal role player. Yeah. Role player extraordinary. Jeff Green that was on the Celtics a long time ago? Yeah. Yes. I love that guy. He can jump, bro. Those two guys are really, really good basketball players at the big man position, power forward center. Jeff Green spaces the floor. He defends. He jumps very high. He makes the right decision. Nick Claxton has energy, has mobility, defends, plays hard, grabs rebounds. LaMarcus Aldridge can make mid-range shots sometimes and will give up points. Mm-hmm. By signing LaMarcus Aldridge, you're basically signing up to give him minutes. And by giving him minutes, you're taking minutes away from Jeff Green. You're taking minutes away from Nick Claxton. And I think that makes your team worse. <laughs> There's a the take. There's a the take. I think it's pretty good. I don't really – like. I guess I agree, but I don't really disagree. But my take up on the Nick, the Nets <laughs> – is they don't I, don't I don't think they're making the finals. Oh, who is? Um, the Sixers is that what you were about to say? Sixers fan? Or we 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 we're not doing that bit anymore. The Sixers? <laughs> yeah, that bit's gone. <laughs> that bit is gone. You're still a Sixers. You're a Raptors fan still? No, the Raptors making it. I don't think the Sixers can beat the Nets. Um. <laughs> Tim doesn't think the Sixers can beat the Nets or the Bucks, and he doesn't think the but the Bucks can beat the Sixers or the Nets, and also he's not sure the Nets could beat the Sixers or the Bucks. So we're not sending the Eastern Conference is not sending a representative. To no, <laughs> what's gonna happen? No, I'm, what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to manip- punt. I'm trying to manipulate my pick from the for the beginning of the year to work. And are you just, just trying to get the Suns into the finals by the Suns are in the West? You're trying to get the Heat in the finals. I'm trying to get the Heat in the finals. You're trying to have a, trying to have a <laughs> so hot, hot, stinky finals for the listeners. Just hot. I've been trying to manipulate. You're trying the to get hot, a locker room the heat, final. The Heat to what get in the finals. A locker room finals. Heat. Yeah, it's like warm. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we'll so it can it. seem like, like stinky. Yeah. It can grimy. seem like some like inconsistency. Mammal, like everything on like it is just, just the sweat, just staff around. Function. Yeah, there's. It can seem everywhere. it can cool. seem inconsistent, but just towels playing just towels on the jacket. puzzle in wet, my head. Sweaty wet towels, socks, just like playing the puzzle in my head to get the heat towels. in there. It's very hard. Like it's it's the probability of the heat going to the finals is very low. But I said at the beginning of the year that they were going to do it, so I'm trying to manipulate it. You said lots of things at the beginning. But I will – I'm very high on thinking the Suns are really going to make it, though. Wow. Suns are good. So is LeBron James, though. Suns so. are good. It's okay. So is Anthony Davis um, and Andre Johnson. So is Chris Paul. So. Okay. Okay. So is Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. So. We will um, – So is Dirt Nowinski. That was okay. a shot at 2010. Okay. <laughs> so it was Jason Terry, the LeBron stopper. Boy, if you don't get Jason Terry, stop it. He locked him no, up in the stop. final. Jason Terry. Jason Terry. Exactly. We are, dude, Jason Terry locked up LeBron James. That's bad. That's what I'm saying. That's bad. That's what I am saying. <laughs> That's bad of Jason we're Terry. We're yelling at each other, but I think we're on the same team right now. Dude, Jason Terry. Jason Terry locked LeBron James That's... up, outplayed him in the NBA finals. Exactly. That's terrible. And beat him. That's bad. This is. Are, are we on the same team right now? Is this now? your because king? It sounds like is this your king, king, Riley? Is this your king? This Riley, is this stop. your king? Is this your <laughs> king? Everyone, please stop yelling. It's crazy what I just listened to because neither, no one was saying anything subjective. They were just yelling the same fact at each other. 
Like not at hey, me. Hey Riley, what fact was that? that like I didn't know. Each other? It was that Jason Terry um, locked up LeBron in the finals. Crazy. Jason Terry. Locked Crazy up. because it's Jason. Me and Jason Terry are the same height. Yeah. Jason Terry probably lies like one ninety. I might. Jason Terry might be my size. I might be the same size as Jason Terry. Jason Terry is so only known for three pointers. Nope. Nope. Basically, nope. You no, 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 down no, 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 no. In the finals. That's what you're getting. This, this That's is not what I'm this saying. is what Jason Terry did before the NBA finals. He said, "No, he got a tattoo of winning the national, like winning the NBA finals before <laughs> before the NBA finals even started." That's 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 Jason Terry for you. Me and that's Jason Terry flawless. are in fact Reckless. the same size. Um, okay, last thing we'll hit on today. Uh, we've got a little under ten minutes. Okay, me and Dante talked about this a little bit last night. Um, college basketball is basically what we're getting into, but this could be NBA basketball. This could be high school basketball. It's basketball. It's basketball. Um, this happens a lot. This happened last night when I was watching UCLA, Alabama. It's a philosophy question. This is, this is a basketball philosophy UCLA. question, and I would like to hear Tim's answer untouched by me or Dante's opinion. Um, so <laughs> you are head coach. Okay, so you've been fan today. We've been GMs. Now you are head coach. Play a lot of roles in my life. Play a lot of roles. A lot of, a lot of hats we wear. Okay. Um you are tied 82-82 we'll say um, and Johnny on your team hits a three pointer in the corner okay soaking wet nothing but nylon drippy drip bang bang okay that's what I'm talking about just up three okay the clock goes from uh, whatever to it stops at five seconds okay okay they're going to inbound the ball. They don't have a timeout. They're going to inbound the ball under or, their under your basket, under the basket that you scored on. Okay. So, so that's full court. Yeah. Um, five seconds left. Yeah. They're going to inbound it. You're playing a press, whatever. You call a timeout. Okay, you're up three. What, Wait, what I thought I didn't have. About? They don't have timeouts. So that, I only say they don't have timeouts because they're not going to advance the ball to half court. Okay. So um, Even if the, they did, though. Go on. So they they have a press on. I inbound it. Call timeout. Hold up. You no no no. They have a you it's just their scored. Ball. You just you scored. scored. You are up. It's now 85, 82. You're up. You're yeah. Up. They are inbounding the ball. Five seconds left. Five seconds okay. under their own basket. Even if so, they if they call a timeout or if they don't, they're inbounding the ball either um, under the basket or at half court. Okay. Um, what neither like that doesn't really matter for the question. The question is when they inbound the ball. Also, didn't say this. They are in the bonus or bonus plus. They're gonna shoot two free throws if you foul them. NBA, they're just a bonus, but um, they're bonus plus for in college. So they inbound the ball. You are up three points. If you if they hit a three, the game is tied, going to overtime. Likely, maybe you have a little bit of time left. Um, now you do have to take into account like the context for what you're playing. If you're playing in the NBA or in college, like you have reviews for the clock, and so like you'll get it exactly right. If you're in high school, sometimes it might run off a little bit. Um, so the question is, you're up three. Do you foul them, or they only have an opportunity to make two points? Like they cannot get more than two points. They will not tie the game. The only thing is that after that, you will have to inbound the ball. And there will be some time on the clock. If you foul them with, say, they were full court, they get two seconds down to half court, you foul them before they can shoot. No. Um, this is similar to what happened to the TFC game. Go into that. Because didn't – no. No. It was no. just an inbound. Okay, inbound. Okay, yeah. yeah. It was just they were fouling to stay in the game. Opposite, yeah. I am not fouling for them to shoot. Because if it's three points, mm-hmm. you're up by three. Yeah, they make one, miss the other one. Wait. So do you have two shots? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's tough. For some reason, so if you miss one and you make one, you're down by two. Yeah, a free throw. Just one free throw. If they make one of the free throws. Yeah, down by mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
they miss that one, or they, they make it. The second one? Yeah. Okay. And they're down by one. Then you have the ball. Then you have the ball. Then they can... They would either probably foul. Yeah. Say there's say there's three seconds left. Three, they would probably foul or bad pass laid up. Yeah. And probably but win. Probably win. Or hope for Johnny Jr. to hit a shot to make the three. Yeah. Johnny I mean, has a son. <laughs> Johnny Jr., his son's on the team, who is hot right now. Or his dad's hot. Hot hands. Like, we're talking hamburger helper. Hot hands. You know what? With some Texas Pete on top. We're talking Wilson Castaway. But, okay. In the microwave. So, here's this. Hot hands. Paint melts it off. Here's this. So. Blood. He misses it. (laughs) He misses it. Yeah. You get the rebound, they foul. Okay. Okay, scratch that. The free throws you make, they make uh, both three free throws. Okay, you yeah. inbound it. You, you, they foul. You miss your shot. They get it. They score and they win. That's a that's possi- a possibility. That's a possibility as well. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I would be worried about. Yeah. Or you make one. They miss. Get the rebound. Hit the three. Game over. That could happen. I do think it would be, yeah. It, it, I think it would be a dumb, it would be dumb to shoot a three off the rebound unless someone was just wide open and they had the hot hand. But it would, it could happen, and I've seen it happen probably. Um, I used to think it was an ethical question because you are like, you are not allowing the players to have an opportunity to tie the game. Like, you're not allowing the other team to even try. If you felt like, like I used to think it was cheap. And I know people who I've talked to about, and they thought it was cheap. I don't think it's cheap. Um, it's totally legal. I think it's legal. I think it, then, com- it comes down to your personnel. Sure. I think it does come down to the context, context of the team you're playing also. Dante, we talked about this last night. Basically, you can talk some about it, but, like, it depends on... I mean, what is the higher percentage shot? Like, that's a big part of this. Um, and also, like, what is... So, free throws... The, the worst free throw shooter is probably 50% if we're playing college. Um, and that is, like, really bad. But the guy they're going to give it to is probably a guard running up. I doubt he's going to be below 70%. So that's 70% shot. You foul him, he makes, let's say, probably both of those. Um, or you allow him or somebody else to shoot at max their three-point percentage is, like, 40. And that's good. Um, or maybe even higher. So, like... But then you have to inbound the ball. And the percentage of inbounds is obviously really high, but the percentage of inbounds in a crazy situation, like, it's crazy. Less high, yeah. Less high. So what is the easier? There, are, It's not It's not just an ethical thing. It's a coaching thing. Let me tell you. My coaching philosophy, in my mind, if my team is up three, five seconds left, I'm telling my team to not foul. Because when you have a lead, the clock is your enemy. And you want time running off the clock. So if I have the lead, if I'm up three, and they're inbounding under my basket, and I foul them, then they can go down to the other side, potentially make both free throws, and then I am inbounding under their basket while they're down one. Any mistake, they can collect the ball, and we're right under their basket, so that's a layup. And that's still like five full seconds, four and a half seconds on the clock. And so now they're up one, four and a half seconds left. We are under their basket trying to inbound again, which we just failed to do. If we don't foul them on their inbound, if we're up three and we don't foul them, what I'm telling my team to do is I'm telling them to play defense from our free throw line back. So I'm letting the inbound happen. I want them to catch the ball inbounds, but between the free throw line and the baseline, like far from their basket. Then I'm trapping on the free throw line and I'm playing the passing lanes from then on. Because while they're trying to make a decision of who to get the ball to, while they're trapped under the baseline, time is running off the clock. And what we want is we want time to disappear because we're winning. I understand that if you foul them and they make both free throws, you prevent them from taking the three to tie the game. But while you do that, you also stop the clock. And when the clock is stopped... Strategy. 
there's time there's time time, time to think about time to get some time to think yeah I time would to, think time to win I would have to honestly was that Descartes time to think time to win no okay at the end of the day I think it comes down to my personnel how good we're rebounding how good we're shooting and stuff like that but generally speaking I'm not fouling I'm gonna put that person that shooter who's hot He's going to have to make a good play. And if he makes a good play, he makes a good play. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no way to guarantee a win here. Exactly. This is a precarious situation. Because, because the thing is, bro, like, he misses, we get rebound, they foul, we, we're up by one. They, we, 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 like, they're going to, like, shoot another free throw. Then we we make that free throw. Then we're up by four. We've got it in the bag. Always a chance things can go wrong. Yeah. There and, like, we can miss March. both free throws. Then they come down and make, make it, and it's still tied. And then you go to OT. So, like, for me, generally speaking, I'm not fouling. He's going to have to make a good shot. I'm not going to – you got to play smart defense, though. They can beat you, yeah. You know, I ra- I'd rather be beaten than, like – Than – Just, like – Yeah. I want to say outcoached, but just, like, beat by, like, something, like, that could have been avoided. Yeah. And it's almost like you're not trusting your guys. Yeah, I, I don't mm. think I don't think like making a shot. It can be avoided, but like there's only so much. Like Steph Curry, when he makes a shot, you're like, there's nothing you could do. Yeah, what else you can do? Yeah. So with their best shooters just gonna make a shot, I'd rather lose to a good basketball player than like some something like like putting my team in a weird position. Yeah. That's kind of the reason why I'm thinking I'd want my guys to play free throw line defense and back because then you catch the ball 75 feet away from the basket. And the only open shot you can take is between 75 and 94 feet away. I'm trusting my guy's shot defense, and I'm not willing to put them out of position by having, like, inbound defense where they could be diving and then just miss the ball and go flying out and of bounds. And now someone's four. open. Now, yeah. five, now it's five on four. None of that. We're playing back free throw line to baseline. We're letting the inbound happen in the safe zone because while the inbound happens, no matter what goes on, time is running off the clock. So they get to the free throw line. They get to where the defense is. Now there's pressure while time is running off the clock. Worst case scenario, if someone gets a good look, like down the court before they pull up, then foul them. Because at that point, they're taking two free throws, and there's like two one seconds left. Mm. Much more difficult situation for the, for the other team. Yeah. I would. If, if Johnny Jr. is hot and, like, there's not a lot of shooters on the team, I'm double teaming, double teaming Johnny Jr. to force him to make a shot. If I foul him, it's okay. Now we're in that position. I'm like, okay, whatever. But now we double team him. He has to force it to somebody who's not used to shooting a three. That's a lot of pressure. They miss or make the three. I'm like, okay, made a good basketball play. So that way, you're kind of putting your team in the situation to maybe do both scenarios. Whereas, like, we could foul them, double teaming, but we're not going to look for the foul. But it's okay if we do foul. Like, if it's just, like, a basketball play and you foul. Um, yeah. But you, but that way you're double-teaming Johnny, putting a lot of pressure on him, then you're putting pressure on the other team to make the play when they're not been making their shots all night. So That has been philosophy of the last 10 seconds of basketball. Honestly, it'd be really fun to talk about this with a basketball coach. Yeah, it would. Well, anybody got anything else? Any last takes someone wants to get in? Any last takes from the fan or from the coach or from Johnny Jr.? Ball don't lie. Ball don't lie. At the end of the day, ball don't lie. At the end of the day, ball don't lie. That's true. 11.59 p.m. Ball's honest. I'm surprised that that's not in the Bible somewhere. You know who knows about the The ball ball don't lie? What's that dude? I'm sure there's a problem that that interpreted that way. Was that dude that who played for the Knicks? He was like, "Bola!" He was like running around the court screaming it. Um, What's it? I don't know. It wasn't Baron Davis. Was I can. It? I feel like I remember what you're talking about, but I don't know. Who that he was, was like, "Bola!" That seems like a Baron Davis thing. Yeah. That happens. I feel like you can go in any gym ever and hear "Bola!" At least once. That and Anna one. All right. Well, guys, number nine. This really is kind of the uh, point guard podcast here. Speaking of running points, I guess now's when I end. 
What does that have to do with running the point? Closing like a time. line segment. There's two points on a line segment, and we started from point A. We're moving to point B on line segment AB. So you're making a line segment joke on our basketball podcast. So you you decided that now on our basketball podcast, the first one in two weeks that we're going to release. Thank you for listening. This segment. has been Cold Takes. This might be the only Thanks line segment for joke that's been made in listening to when our was, trade the deadline recap. Long time ago. Like maybe 1600 We got into a trade thing. Pythagoras would have laughed. And then we that talked is, about Kyle The Sixers Lowry. made a bad trade today, guys. Then we talked about philosophy of Actually, basketball. Actually, I think if Pythagoras and heard that line segment joke, then he would have been like, got into specifics I am Pythagoras. And how to and I didn't apply like them. Joke. Uh, rumor I heard. That Riley's a coyote. I'm a coyote. Stop doing that. <laughs>